Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by a member of the band Wakely, who have recently released an EP, a healthy batch of emo-tinged singles, and are prepping to release their debut album produced by Super Bloom's Brian DeMeglio, which is expected out in the spring of 2023. Please welcome Alex. Hello. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So tell me if you could collaborate with any musician living or dead, who would it be? Oh, wow. Uh, I think I would have to collaborate with Isaac Brock of Modest Mouse. Um He's just got like such an eclectic sound. Um, Lonesome Crowded West is like one of my favorite albums and takes me to a special place. So probably do Isaac Brock. Describe your latest project using only one word. Say, uh, how about the oscillating? So, you know, up and down of emotions. So I would say oscillating. That's a fantastic word. Thank you. I didn't want to say fun or like, you know, I thought I, thought I had to think of something quick. So who is an artist that if they popped into this Zoom right now and said, Alex, I need y'all to come on tour with me right now. Who are you dropping everything for? Uh, <laughs> anyone. Uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Anyone. I would do uh, Modest Mouse again. I'd probably say Modest Mouse. Yeah. If Isaac Brock popped on the Zoom and said, we need help, I would be like, I'm... I'm on the way. If you could change anything about the music industry, what would it be? Um, and I don't know. I would say like every, a lot of things is like singles driven, you know, very like singles driven, TikTok, stuff like that. And it, I think it's a very easy way for easier way to for someone to blow up or has have their music heard. But uh for other artists that like like full albums, conceptual albums, which is not what not saying we want, but um, I think it like caters towards a specific audience. So I would I would say like I would say that. What's a venue that you'd give anything to play? Uh, I would love to play 
Brooklyn Steel. Um, I think that every every band or artist I've seen that play there, um, it's kind of like they're like the, like I don't know. In my opinion, like indie MSG, or I, I would say like Red Rocks is the indie MSG or something like that. But uh, any band I see at Brooklyn Steel, like they're always blown away after, and it's like a very tight, intimate crowd. Yeah. What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process? Uh, I would say not being confident to with my bandmates in terms of like saying the lyrics up front. Um, a lot of times, like my bandmates don't hear the lyrics until like the song is getting like mixed or mastered. And we're like, oh, that's what you said. Um, so I would say that, yeah. What's a song that anytime you hear it on like streaming or on the radio, you go, damn, I wish I wrote that. Uh, I love that. Uh, it's a lot of ones. Um, I don't know, there's a few like 1975 songs that I hear that are just like so well produced and the concept is really good. Uh, I would say the birthday party by the 1975. I love it's a great song. I've heard that on the radio too. And I'm like, damn it. I wish I had one of those. I like that. I love that song. Describe your perfect day. Uh, perfect day is uh, wake up with my girlfriend. Um, not just saying that because she's right next to me. Uh, and then you know, make a make a breakfast, have a nice warm cup of coffee. Probably somewhere summer out near like a lake house on a balcony, um, and then uh, or like a porch actually, not a balcony, and then. Uh, Take it, take a poop. That's important. And then uh, go for a, a long walk and then come back, get really hungry. And then we'll make a nice meal and then just hang out. The poop, poops are important. I gotta say. Yes. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. I have that book in my, in my bathroom, actually. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's a song lyric yours or someone else's that has always stuck with you? Uh, Okay, get back to me on that one. I'm sorry. I need to I need to think of something. No problem. We'll circle back. Cool. Describe your music using only colors. Um, I would say orange and purple. Yeah. What's a what's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Um There's a new song on the record called Linoleum that I hope everyone enjoys, but it's got this beautiful like pedal steel or lap steel guitar on it um, that actually Nick Levine of Pine Grove helped us write. Um, I would say that that would be really cool. So this uh, next question is kind of a choose your own adventure type deal. Um, I've got three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews, and I will let you pick the one that you would like to answer in this case. Your choices are uh, who are your influences, what got you started in music, or what is your creative process like? Sure. Uh, I would say to answer probably for the band, I would say like creative influences. Um, so I would say like creative influences are like uh, Wilco, The Beths, Modest Mouse is huge, uh, The Strokes. Uh, yeah, I would say those. 1975 some pop punk in there i would say like brand new really love blink 182 grew up loving and some more like email style i don't know like mineral title fight mineral stuff like that but 
Do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? Uh, I would consider myself an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. I think you're one of, in the history of this show, you're one of maybe three people who have chosen entertainer. Nice. See, that's what I was going for. Just separating myself. I, I thought about, okay, what's the most common answer? And then don't answer that. No. Uh, yeah, I would say entertainer. Like, I feel like a big part of playing music is performing. Um, you know, a lot of anyone can kind of make music, I guess, right? Uh, but actually performing and putting on a good show is like my favorite part. So, what do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians? About musicians, uh, I feel like every con- conception is accurate. <laughs> I don't think there are any misconceptions, to be honest. Uh, like, you know, a lot of them have a lot of musicians, you know, come from dark places, I guess, or like have uh, troubled back backstories, which is why they write certain ways and blah, blah, blah. And like, I feel like a lot of that's true. Um, I don't know. Bruno Mars is very short. And that's true. <laughs> Tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of. Um, moment of my career I'm most proud of. I don't know. I think like we we recently got on BBC Radio One. That was that was pretty cool. Um, I was on a, a trip with some friends and I got an email back saying, "Hey, you're gonna be on BBC Radio One," and I was like, "No way!" And then we turned it on and like second or third song, we heard our song on the radio. And like, I feel like nowadays hearing a song on radio is even more rare because no one listens to the radio, don't even know where to find it. Uh. So that that was really cool. Um, that was like a kind of like a come to moment, like kind of a validating moment that like you know a radio station would pick up your song. If you could start your career over from the minute you decided to pursue music, would you do anything differently? Yeah, I would be more aggressive. I think. Um, you know, I started like we decided to be in a band when we were twenty three. And I don't know, bands, it takes a while to get pick up some momentum. But I think if we were more aggressive in the beginning and uh, just prioritize a little better, like I would, I'd like to have more music out before I turn 27, 26. So uh, have you decided on a song lyric that has always stuck with you? Yes, uh, I do. Um, so I'm going to go back to the Modest Mouse thing. Um, there's a song called Cowboy Dan. Uh, there's just a line that says, uh, God, if I have to die, you will have to die. And that's always a good lyric. Yeah. So Cowboy Dan, he's a major player. He's a cool dude. So tell me, what is out from uh, Wakely right now that everybody should be listening to? Yeah. Uh, we got a batch of singles out on Spotify, Apple Music, title, wherever you listen to it. Um, EP, or not EP, Jesus, uh, album coming out in early April, hopefully. Uh, so I would say, yeah, we have a few singles out on, uh, on Spotify. So go check them out. Music video too. We're coming out with another music video, probably end of this month. So, and where can the folks listening at home and all over the world track you guys down on, uh, social media? Yeah. Uh, Wakely BK on Instagram or wakelymusic.com. Just did a re- revamp of the website. It looks pretty sick. Not going to lie. Uh, yeah, so Wakely BK 
uh, on Instagram. Well, Alex, thank you uh, so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me a little bit about the band and about your music. I really appreciate it. I've enjoyed this immensely. Hey, Greg, thank you very much. This is great. You make it easy. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.